Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Covered It as presented by Quack Golf. Um, we are actually recording in the afternoon after already recording the main part of our podcast this morning as usual um, uh, during our Coffee Tuesday morning podcasts. But there has been some big news in the golf world today. Um, the, the golf world has exploded. Twitter has kicked off. Um, I was in the middle of work and did not see any of this. I just looked at my phone and I had a load of messages saying, have you recorded yet? Laughy face. And I was kind of thinking, why, why is that funny? What's going on? <laughs> um, and then I saw a load of messages, don't know what's happened. So I'm coming at this blind. Mr. Ben Scott, can you please fill us in? What is happening? What's going on? Patrick, I particularly liked your reaction to my text when I said PGA <laughs> versus Live merger, and you responded saying, holy bananas. <laughs> and, and I think that sentiment is shared by all golf fans around the world. Um, yeah. Did not see this coming, blindsided. Um, really just... Okay. Who, so basically, this is, in layman's terms, I think this is what's happening. There is a new company being formed it is going to feature the DP World, Live, and the PGA Tour all in one place. And it's going to be backed by the PIF, which is the public investment fund, which is the Saudi money that initially was put into Live. So I think the PGA Tour are going to hold the majority of it. Mm. It's going to be backed by this PIF fund. I think Live is going to be no more. Right. We're going to have a new, a newly named tour that's just funded by the Saudis that brings together the DP World and live all the players in one place potentially. But I what? As far as I can work out, I don't think I think they'll finish out the rest of this year. But I don't know what's going to happen with the teams, mm. team names. Are we going to have live events anymore? None of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. It's going to basically be one new, brand new tour. Okay. Which I think is pretty um, exciting. Yeah. Initial thoughts, initial thoughts are, I'm happy in a, in the sense of everyone's coming together and I don't have to watch a major anymore and go, oh, I wonder if such and such yeah. is playing, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm happy in that sense on initial thoughts. I haven't looked at any details. I don't know anything. Other initial thoughts, though, are I am dreading to look at the smarmy tweets and just interviews that I'm going to see over the next uh, near future from the likes of Sergio, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood. I just don't want to see that. I don't want to see the yeah. I told you so's, all this kind of stuff. I've already seen something from Brooks, um, from Phil. I've already seen that uh, Hideki turned down 400 million for Liv and now There's he's there's so many questions like so basically what happens to all the golfers who backed the PJ tour turned down all this money from live and now suddenly the likes of dj is given 250 million is now going to be able to come back and play on this new conglomerate of a tour mm. so what happens there how do conglomerate <laughs> is that the word <laughs> is that the word that scott texted you to try and fit into the podcast? fred conglomerate is that the right con- word con- con- conglomerate yeah um so like how do those players like i don't really care because they have lots of money anyway yeah like it's yeah. not that they need more money but it's it is unfair um like jay monaghan is he's gone on record saying that like if you basically if you support live you support 9-11 and the fact that that was, was terrorist funded like how oh, how gosh. can he backtrack that and how can he yeah he he's going to be this it's it's said that he's going to be the ceo of this new league whatever it's called this new who is uh, jay, jay monaghan is yeah but how play like the fact that there was no leaks on this and that it just came out out of nowhere would mean that not many people knew all the players are blindsided by it i just it's a lot to yeah I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it's going to play out like you'd wonder how long is rory knowing about this um, i'd say he hasn't by the by the looks of it well some people are kind of saying was the was the withdrawal a few weeks ago anyway yeah. related to this? Um, look, there's gonna be loads of stuff. Is Henrik Stenson the actual captain of the Ryder Cup? 
Luke Donald, you're no, out. He's gone. He's gone. Henrik, whatever I, else. It, uh, like, there's Tom just too much. In that team. There's too much information. Like, Twitter is just exploding. I do love uh, a good friend of the pod, um, our boy from Canada, Mac Boucher. Um, his thoughts are. My thoughts on the PGA and Live merger, money ruins everything and everyone. And that seems fairly accurate right now. Yeah, so I don't know. Initial thoughts are I'm kind of I'm kind of happy in one way that this may end up coming to a head and an agreement or whatever, but like in a way I'm kind of like I wish this never started. So, I don't know. I just there's so much to so Too much, much. Going on. Yeah. yeah, look this is a Again, folks, we've only just heard about this. Let's clip this into the start of our, our pod tomorrow morning. Um, and when the dust has settled, we'll have more information on it and we can um, come at you with some inaccurate, um, biased um, and fairly wrong opinions on what we think about the world of golf. What do you think about that, Ben? I think that's probably a good way to do it. Yeah. Right now, I'm all my Twitter feed is succession memes about the fact how, how <laughs> succession has ended and now this has started. And if you listen to the the rest of this pod, you'll see that I was very mm. happy with the ending of succession. But we've got a whole new a whole new reality show has just started, and it's <laughs> what a it's year fun. to start a podcast. I was going to suggest Scott that you do the intro this week because it gets quite like repetitive when I do it. Okay, yeah, I have no intro. Like, do you, don't you follow, usually follow off a script, Shani? Um, well, I can just I'm try just, to wrap it up. See, sometimes it just sounds like I'm a bouncer clearing a dance <laughs> dance form, and I'm doing like, "All right, no, folks, all right, no, yeah, folks." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Covered It by Quack Golf. Uh, this is episode 20, I believe. Is it 21 or 20? I think technically it's 19, but I missed one in the middle of it, so it's 20. Oh, okay. So we're good. Yeah, 19 <laughs> slash 20. Uh, with me this week, I have uh, our hostess with the most S usually, uh, Mr. Patrick Shannon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Scott. How are you? Good, good. What uh, what have you been up to this week? Um, Played a lot of very bad golf and... um. I went to the supermarket and uh, to do a bit of shopping, you know, and I actually had this as a shout out. But when Ben suggested talking about non-golfy stuff, I, th- I thought this was perfect. But I, it's kind of a shout out or more of like a call out to supermarkets. Um, There's no free samples anymore in supermarkets since COVID. Oh, yeah. Can we not bring that back? Like strolling around you know kate was doing the shopping and i was just looking for like you know like a little slice of cheese or something or like a little bit of ham a little slice of easy single like yeah do you know what i mean taster of a cottage pie bring back the free samples you know what i mean i quite like that on a golf course yes that's really a, a good market to get three holes a couple of tasters or something fair so yeah, that's what I've yeah. been up to this week, Scott. <laughs> nice, solid, solid from you, Patrick. And as always, the the stalwart on on the podcast, Ben Scott. How are you, Scott? How are you? Good to good to see you again. Feels like it's been a while. I know it's been yeah, it's been a while. How uh how's your how's your week going? Any non golf activities other than going shopping, like Shani? Um, I haven't been playing any golf to be honest. Um, getting ready for stag do this weekend, but I did watch the finale of Succession for finally. Um. Which I don't know if anyone here is a success succession watcher, but I think it just was a perfect ending. Um, it did very well, so that was good fun. I'm also watching another TV show called Silo, which I would highly recommend. Yeah, oh, is so, that the one that you need Apple TV? Is that the one that you suggested yeah, to me? I watched it on my dodgy box. <laughs> okay, I'm storing that, Succession till it's all over, and I'll I'll binge it all. Together. Well, Shani, great news! Yeah. It's it's all over. You can start. Is it great? Can be just a don't ruin it for me. Okay. And finally, a huge welcome to his first time on the podcast. Long, what is it? Long time listener, first time caller, Mister Nicholas Bear Burns. <laughs> well, lads, what a pleasure! Um, yes, as you said, long time listener, first time caller. Um, what was I up to? Played a bit of golf in the hinge last week. I'm back in Ireland for like five, six weeks, uh, and then 
unfortunately to go to a funeral on Saturday, so we won't get into that one. So that's what I've been up to. Um, peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. <laughs> peaks and troughs. How is Nick, how is the golf game, Nick? The golf game's in tatters. <laughs> I had something going before I left for Dubai, whatever, around ten months ago. But you know the way like the I, I describe it as this. My golf game has gone like the toilets when you go into the southern hemisphere. <laughs> they start spinning the other direction. Suddenly, <laughs> I can fucking, excuse my French, drive the ball and do nothing else, which was the one thing I couldn't ever do. So who knows? It's very different over there, though. Yeah, It's a very good analogy. Nick, I have uh, a few notes written down here for you. I was wondering, would you like to be the Dubai correspondent or the minister for tourism? <laughs> I feel like if you I feel like if you actually make an appearance on the pod you're a minister rather than a, a correspondent I'm happy with either um, I, I think I'll give you the minister for tourism I'll take it I'll take and it. sorry my other question here was um, your actual nickname is the bear so I'm just wondering where did you get that nickname from the real story isn't as uh, believable as what everyone else seems to think it is so when we were in first year college, we were living in dorms in UCD and we said walkie talkies. Um, and <laughs> one of the lads was like, Oh, Johnny Hill, the retriever, over. Uh, and then <laughs> it just came out. I goes, Bear Burns, over. It suits um, you. It suits you. <laughs> but I've since kind of just started growing into the, the name and living, <laughs> living up to it. So, bear by nature, bear by looks these days. Lloyd, Lloyd. I just presumed it was for your attitude on the golf course after a couple of holes. <laughs> There's that too. Don't look up the Urban Dictionary version of it either, please. I think I feel like the other three of us need nicknames now, lads. Nick, Nick, the, um, I'm only just. I actually didn't have this written down, and it's just coming to my head thinking about you on the golf course. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Waterville, and can you can you talk me through um the time you hit Johnny with the golf ball? <laughs> When we played in Waterloo. I don't think he can remember. <laughs> Do you remember I was, that, Nick? I was in a fit of rage. Like, day one, I think I had an unreal round. I think I shot like seven over. Then day two, I was coming out with all these huge expectations. And it just <laughs> fell apart. Like, couldn't get the ball out of my way. So, anyway, I think it was a part three going back. Like, maybe the fifth or sixth. Yeah, it was the um, seventh or something. Yeah, and then I I don't know. I tried to punch one under the air. That didn't work. Then that went kind of 10 yards in front of me in the rough. That didn't work. People had forgotten that I was still playing the hole. So they were. <laughs> that was it. Terrible. I shouldn't have been walking in front of you. You shouldn't have trusted me. Um, <laughs> so out of a fit of rage, I just swung for the ball in the, in the, in the rough and it just clung Shani in the back. And he'd just come out of having some back issues or something like that. I felt so bad. <laughs> it's good to laugh okay great intro scott thanks patrick yeah, yeah. um well done um so <laughs> thanks for giving me a break there um let's start with the shout outs as usual so my first shout out is actually my first shout out is another call out instead of a shout out i'm calling out someone here i'm calling out jb holmes for playing in an amateur event in America as, sorry, was it John Barkley? Yeah, which I think is his name. Okay, well, f fair enough. JB, um, funnily enough. <laughs> he he pretended to be an amateur golfer um, in a six-man scramble event um, for big money. And um, apparently there, there was uproar over it. So calling you out, JB Holmes. Um, Do you, have you got any details on that? Uh, apparently they were allowed two plus golfers in a six-man scramble. So he pretended to be John Barkley instead of JB Holmes. Um, but like this guy played in the Ryder Cup. Surely if he shows up in the first tee, the, the, out of, if you're playing against another six-man team, surely one of the six is going to notice JB Holmes. I don't know. I think he looks very redneck and like a lot of Americans. Did he have a disguise on or something? <laughs> a little mustache. <laughs> they got they got DQ'd, right? They got DQ'd, but sorry. I was listening to the No Laying Up pod and apparently they said that <laughs> this could be complete bullshit, but uh, apparently when they came over to one of the holes to DQ him, he tried to hide in the river. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, come this on, is like Chinese whispers coming from the <laughs> no laying off pod. But like, you're better than that, JB. Like, come on, you played in the Ryder Cup. You don't need to be hiding in rivers for six months scrambles. Um, and then just another shout out I have for another professional golfer is a shout out to Billy Ho. He had a tough round, an eighty four, uh, in in the latest event there, and um, he was in tears with his interview afterwards. And we've all been there, where, you know the game isn't there and uh, I just loved where he said that he's never been as low in confidence but also he isn't quite that far off being back or something like that he said I'm, I'm close yeah, he said to he felt close yeah you know which is like the mind of a crazy but he did right there he came out and shot seven under par I think the next day he went yeah to he 80, shot 60 80. something yeah yeah so like did he I thought that would have been him missing the cut I didn't realize did he play I, the weekend or something? I, I no, think no. he did miss the cut but I think he oh. came out and shot like a, in the 60s the second day. God, it was tough to watch. We've also, all been there. I, also, I love, how, I love how this shout-out section has changed from us like calling out like our parents to like random people in Kinsale <laughs> who listen to are now shouting out <laughs> JB Holmes and Billy Horschel. Like, for, this, is just, this is just a news review section. Well, no, now. in fairness, the, next, the last one that I have before I move it on to you is um, just a shout-out to Scratch Cups Ireland on Instagram and Twitter. They've hit <laughs> 1,000 followers and everyone seems to be loving the Scratch Cup info because it's not out there so Scratch Cups Ireland well done we're fair play to you fair play to you yeah <laughs> it's very good if you're following it it's brilliant he puts out all the Scratch Cups during the week I I'm, I have my eye on if anyone from Castle Knock is listening out there I have my eye on the Castle Knock one in July I think it is 15th or 16th so you know if you see my name come in there with my really high handicap let me in <laughs> Um, yeah, you'll be all right. Just, just on Twitter pages, yeah. We, uh, I was following Irish amateur info. Who, who won the East this week? Alex Maguire. Alex Maguire, yeah. Some good retained some good... it. Oh, that's pretty impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. Some good coverage from Irish amateur info again, wearing some nice quack threads. We got some, got some gear down to him, and he was looking good. He was in his camo there. I saw. Yeah. So, um, good, good man, Gary. There's... Keep it up. Does anyone follow that one in America? It's like a similar one. It's called like Monday Q Info. That comes oh. out with some of the best stories Darlers. from golf. Oh, we love unbelievable it. stuff. Like Big the stuff those lads get up to nuts. Like, well, interesting. I saw yesterday was obviously the final day for the U.S. Open qualifiers, which I'm sure yes. we'll have a chat about. Um, but I saw he put up a photo of uh, Bay Young An, who's like a professional golfer. I think he's probably won the PGA Tour. After nine holes, he was in the car park getting ready to go to the airport to go to Canada to play in the PGA Tour event. He was like, no, I'm not. He's obviously shot three or four over on the front nine. He's like, there's no way I'm going to make this. So yeah, I'm going to catch an early flight. Yeah. Um, Any other shout outs there, lads? Yeah, I have one. When I was back home at the weekend in Kinsale and I was having a nice pint outside the Greyhound with uh, a long-time listener, Mr. Mighty Okafor. Um, <laughs> and I told him I'd give him a shout-out on the podcast. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was asking after you, you Ben, as well. So, Good man, uh, Mighty. Yeah, shout-out to Is he Mighty. still the fastest person known to man, is he? Uh, I don't know if he's doing much athletics anymore, but he, uh, yeah, he used to be the quickest, the quickest man alive. Um, but yeah, it was uh, good to see him. Good to be back home. And geez, Kinsale is beautiful. That's so as I text in the group. I don't know what we're doing. Living in Dublin, London, uh, Dubai. I suppose I'll give you that one, Nick. But God, it's beautiful. So good to be home. It's good to be home, huh? Good to be home. But once we get ring and Anne fired up, we're probably going to need some boots on the ground down there. So Scott, you can throw your hat in the ring for for maybe put a bit okay, of com- a bit of accommodation in down there. What are you going to do for the local foot golf enthusiasts? Like, they, <laughs> we they... are kicking them out, <laughs> booting them out. Yeah, they're getting das boot, Nick. I really want one of them to come on the pod and we'll have it out. Johnny Hill, I was down swimming with him in Redshine yesterday. He was playing foot golf there. He seems to be at it the whole time. Maybe, you know, maybe well, he's got a love for the game. He should maybe he should build a foot golf pitch somewhere. I don't know, Carrigal Line near a meat factory. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot to follow up. The Foot Golf World Cup was on in America a couple of weeks ago. And the yeah. Irish team were in it. So I, I, I must follow up and see how they got on. I think one of the FM 104, fucking, I don't know, uh, radio person, people, DJs, were, was was on the team. So That tells you all on. you need to know about it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I actually have a bit of Foot Golf content on my TikTok. And all the comments are like, I... I would break the course record. I would beat that. People are so ignorant actually, about how easy yeah. it would be, but it's actually quite difficult. Putting is very hard in foot golf. 
we went, we went from hating it to now just going <laughs> through the game. Well, I've never played on like you know proper foot golf greens, but the ones that I played on were very bumpy and you know you, like they weren't true, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, any shout outs from the minister over there? Shout outs. I don't have any shout outs. Maybe a few of the listeners in Dubai who I know have been uh, tuning in most weeks. Josh yeah, Glynn. Yeah, yeah. And it's very impressive you get Josh Glynn to like anything. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Evil and everything. So <laughs> well, that's, that was that's that was a big one. I knew you were up to something good when you got him to like the pod. <laughs> Thank um, you, Josh. And, yeah, there you go. I was um, just thinking that I was like, it must be. Geez, we must be doing well if Josh likes it. He hates everything. <laughs> um. So okay, let's get into it, right? So there, there was a lot of stuff that happened in professional golf this week. So in true coveredish fashion, will we push all that to the end and <laughs> get straight into? Uh, will we get straight into golf in the Middle East and what's it like? Um, with with our minister over here, because I would like to know. You know, there's, I've never played it. I've never been over there. I'd love to get over there to play some. But we've also got. Do they have night golf and stuff like that and all this kind of crack as well, Nick? Like, what's the crack? What's the crack over in the Middle East? Completely covered with sand. No, it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's unreal. Like, there's so much golf. Like, it's crazy. And all the, the definitely the courses are different. Like, the there's, there is loads of sand, obviously, in wasteland areas. You don't get much, like, trees and things like that. Um, it's all cart golf, very conducive to beers. Um probably why the game's in tatters um yeah. but like the cert like the clubhouses and the like facilities and the Still service within it is in crazy like everything's like out of water standard or an old head standard like it's yeah. there's obviously heaps of money that gets thrown into it um loads of people play loads of people take it up over there um the way i play the most is like societies dubai irish golf society which is good crack you'd miss though the like uh it's very expensive to become like a member, like a full-fledged member of a club. Like you more so just plot around wherever the society is playing and it's they usually get good rates. Um, but like you miss the out competition yeah. you know, first team nerves, which kind of is what you'd like to be doing if you want to take it seriously. So I look into it in the future, but I want to get a mortgage out, I'd say. Um, would, but is no, there courses where you can just like, you know, you and a buddy, so let's say you finished work and you just want to go out and play nine 18 holes casual golf in the evening like can you just rock up to places and pay 50 quid kind of thing or is it not that kind of a yeah you get loads of like twilight rates they're all on apps like there's like a few different like kind of golf now versions out there so you'd say what you're looking to do uh, you can get good deals if you're mm -hmm. cute um so yeah there is yeah absolutely and then night golf you can play nine holes in the evening um for like 150 dirhams which is like just over like 50 quid or so um and that's good crack. Night golf is cool, I'd say. It is good crack. Because um, that's the thing. The sun goes down. Like, the latest the sun goes down over there is, like, 7 p.m. So, like, oh. you're not getting that after work kind of 9, yeah. 13 holes in. You're you're pretty much at the mercy of the light. So, that's when top, or top golf as well, actually. But night golf is very popular. Could you... We're mainly talking about Dubai here, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could you see it becoming a bit of a destination the way Ireland to Portugal is a real golf holiday? Do you think if flights become a little bit cheaper, would people go out to Dubai or is it not quite, it's too uh, expensive to get a package? I think because there's so much cheaper versions of it in Europe and so many, many like probably cooler courses that you get better value at, like Dubai is definitely the, like, I think it's the number one tourist destination in the world, but definitely not for golf, I'd say. Um, okay. It's a lot of like kind of the locals and expats that are playing out there. Uh, you do get a load of like, uh, you'd hear the Yanks classic in the clubhouses afterwards and stuff, but it doesn't seem to get like gang of lads coming out from Europe uh, to play like I you would over here. I wonder, did the Yanks go, like, do they watch the DP World finals and did they think, oh, yeah, sure, we'll plan a trip down to yeah. like, Yaz Links and Jamaira. Abu Dhabi, you know. Like, I wonder, yeah. I wonder, is that a bit, a bit of a thing in America yet or is it still... I feel yeah. like they just love a big trip, like. Yeah. They just see something and they're just like, right, going to break the bank to go to this or whatever. Yeah. But, like, surely tea times are tough because you'd probably want to be playing fairly early to avoid the heat, would you? And then, sure, you can't play late in the evening either. Yeah, tea times are tough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And how's the uh, paddle career? Paddle career is booming. Paddle is class. Any, know, that's, a, that's a sport. Any pickleball? It's 
as close as you get to it, but I don't think pickleball's out there. Um, oh, yeah. But it's it's good crack. It's like a mixture of squash and tennis, and it's just, you know, you play for like 90 minutes, but you don't do a huge amount of running around the place. It's just kind of plod around, but like it's it's a good little workout. Plod is such a good adjective for you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played a furious game of paddle yesterday, um, and... We just need more paddle courts. It's where where would you be playing now? Yeah, where are you playing, Shani? Uh, I played in Kate's tennis club uh, with her two brothers, and it got fairly got fairly aggressive. We played uh, a five setter. Ooh, yeah, it um it got fairly good. The we need to be like Spain. Apparently, Spain has this the second it's all over most, the place. Yeah, yeah, they've just it's. I think it's the second most popular sport in Spain now. Wow, wow. Yeah. Wait till your wait till your TikTok and Instagram feed just clicks the algorithm to oh. to paddle there's paddle some tips. incredible yeah. rallies Brilliant. and stuff yeah. like that it's mad oh when it comes off the back wall i don't know what to do yeah anyway it's um, it's pop, it's popping up all over london and you cannot get a course for love nor money there's no that's there's, it there's not yeah. enough courts yeah no yeah okay so check golf in dubai check it out um right are we going PGA Tour? Are we going LBA PGA Tour? Or we get we get straight into Tom McKibben. Tom McKibben, the Ryder Cup pick. Mystic Mac over there. Thank Mystic you. Mac. Thank you. <laughs> I, look, I will say I said somewhere between now and August that win did come a little bit earlier than we thought, but still, Tom McKibben, guy. he's a sleeper. That, that I don't know where that puts him in the rankings, but did you just come up with that Ben because you actually saw him play? You saw you saw his ball flight say the week before, and you literally you, you were like, "That's flushed, that's flushed." Like, did you uh, just get a feeling or what? Well, like he's been lurking in the leaderboard. You were like, "He's T twenty one." I watched him in the U.S. Open qualifier the week before. He went to a playoff. Like he's obviously been playing some good golf, yeah. and I thought it was only a matter of time before he breaks through. Um, he he could be better than Rory. Are we allowed to label that now? How many majors is he going to win? <laughs> Does he what what does it sound like when he hits the ball? Is it just flush? It's just like yeah, it's different different to when you hit it anyway, Patrick. Different different gravy. Um but I'm telling you, that's he's got a chance. If he, yeah. if he, he could if find he, another gear now. He could yeah. just kick on and get that confidence and crack on. And like I love that uh whatever that club he hit into eighteen was, and he was like he basically I would rather just I knew my yardage. If I turned it over, it was going to go further. Yeah. Rather than going wedge, wedge, and like bringing the water into play, he's just yeah. absolute baller. For once, Solid, I actually uh... watched a lot of the DP World this weekend, and it was it was really good uh, viewing. Um, especially on the Sunday. Uh, in fairness to Tom McKibben, the two Germans, Marcel Seam and Max Kiefer, were giving it socks coming up the last nine holes there. Like, um, especially Marcel Seam, he was like fist bumps. Like getting the crowd going, he was going crazy. Um, so he had he had stiff competition there coming in. He's, yeah, he's always quite Shannon. animated since he's come back really into form. Marcel Seam, he's like quite animated the whole time, isn't he? It's good to watch. Yeah, great to watch. Shani, I was wondering actually to myself the other day, do you still work, or is it full time podcast now? <laughs> um, work is on, work is only a concept, Nick. You know, so um. Figment of your imagination. <laughs> yeah. Full-time wedding planning. <laughs> Johnny's stressing around table arrangements. Yeah. Oh, that kind of crack at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You'd you'd wonder does Max Max Doyle work with his uh, ringing in um, <laughs> yeah. portfolio he put together last week? We got um, some good feedback on Twitter from that. I think we're getting a bit of buy-in. Yeah. I think nice. I think crowdfunding is the way to go. Uh, yeah, we could really crowdfund this. Yeah. Next step is to talk to Will's godfather, who in fact owns that farm, because it's handy to have a contact there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say someone's going to need to someone's going to need to lobby the book golf members, though. I'd say no, do just... we we do a thing where like you know Don Leary or you know those those golf clubs move and all the members get like a slight payout when they move, <laughs> so we just like we'll, we'll pay out all the just pay them off to move her to like I don't know Frankfield or let's use the old golf course in Frankfield in Cork. God, <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. <laughs> if that ball goes down that hill, it's never come back up. If you it's halfway about, down to Wilton. <laughs> if you think about the amount of money we would need to regenerate a golf course, though, compared to the portion that we would have to allow to, like, I don't know, buy a field and just put a foot golf course in it. Do you know what this, I mean? Like, is this only dawning just... on you now, the amount of cash we're going to need? <laughs> oh, we're going to need a lot of cash. But, like, do you know, if we need to keep a few foot golfers happy, we can just send them into some garden. <laughs> That's, yep. Um, just going back to Tom McKibben, he uh, 
he, with his win, he actually missed out on US Open qualification by like 50 qualification points. Yeah. Um, which like 50 is not a lot. He, he was on like a couple of hundreds and the guy ahead of him was just 50 points ahead. It could have been Max Kiefer. So he was unlucky not to get into the US Open on that win. I actually thought there would yeah. be places up for grabs. You said he was a an alternate anyway, didn't you? Yeah, he's second alternate. But I, I don't know how that I works. I just wonder if you're an alternate, do you travel? Do you fly like? Yeah, and also like there was obviously loads of qualifiers going on in the US yesterday. And there's quite a few alternates from there. So I'm like, where do the alternates from the yeah. UK Rank. qualifying stack up against all the US ones? They all hang out yeah. in the caddy shack and wait yeah. to be called up. He had a solid jump. He went from like 330 in the world to I think 160th or 161st. McKibben. It's not bad. Yeah, solid jump. Yeah. Um, okay, so fair play, Tom McKibben. Um, next, before we move on to Big Vic, Rose Zhang. Rose Zhang. This is I uh, said I said to Ben last night when we were talking about a Ryder Cup team. If I could pick Rojang <laughs> for my Ryder Cup team in Europe, I yeah. know she's not European, I'd pick her. She isn't is what well, oh she's unbelievable. Yeah. I watched the playoff, just unbelievable. But isn't it funny that you mentioned the the Stanford YouTube documentary a couple of weeks ago as well? Well, I the reason I mentioned it was because she had turned pro. Uh, they just won the NCAA's, and then yeah. she had just turned pro. So I mentioned the documentary. So you now, basically predicted a win. Like, you know? I didn't think she was going to win in her first professional start, <laughs> but I uh, had, yeah, I had been following her golf, and she look, is the best. She's look, the best amateur to come out of golf in a very long time. Looking at her swing, I I don't see a world where she doesn't win every single event for the rest of her life. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's so buttery, like so slow. Uh, what are we doing? Like T seven for Leona McGuire. Fair play to you, Leona. And then um, I couldn't do you see know it this on the other tracker. girl? So weird. <laughs> what? I, was, I oh, couldn't yeah. see it on the tracker. It was so weird. Uh, isn't this other girl? There's another girl here. T six Yuka Sasso. Is is that the girl that looks like identical to Rory's golf swing? Not no. sure now. No. Oh, yeah, I think. I it, I, I think she is Yuka I, Sasso. I know the video you're talking about where I, I've seen that they they mm. critique both their swings together, but I don't know their name. Maybe it is. Anyway, yeah, fair play to Rose. Um, and isn't there another girl that on that was on that Stanford team that was really really good, but she's actually sick at the moment or something? Rachel Heck, is it? Yeah, Rachel Heck. What's her story? We need to get uh, her back out there. I actually don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll do a bit of digging and find out for the next podcast for you. Shane. How how many majors? Um, Go ahead, Nick. Oh. I was just going to make a quick comment on the trackers because I share a lot of yes. your your ideas on this, Ben. I Thank you. Tossers. <laughs> but there's one tracker I would have, and it's for your one over my right shoulder here, and that's Justine <laughs> Reed. I want to know that crazy bitch is up to all of the time. She is not. She <laughs> it's it's by far my favorite Twitter account. Like, I, I, yeah. And at, at this stage, I don't know. Is it someone who's duping us and like pretending, or like is it literally just her? She shows her true colors every now and again. Yeah, you get uh, a bad call against her or something. It's just so obvious. Like, yeah, I feel like this is like when someone was commenting on our podcast and the thing, and we thought it was you, Nick, and it turned out to be Ben's mom. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think we're just being like just duped by, yeah. by someone. There are just a couple of psychopaths. Like, just for anyone who doesn't know, Justine Reed, Patrick Reed's wife, who runs a Twitter account. Um, what's it called? Use golf facts or real golf yeah, facts. real golf or facts or something. And she just praises Patrick Reed and everyone knows that it's her. Um couple of psychopaths there. You need it though. You need that in the golf world. Yeah. You do, you do. But fits nicely with the psychopaths that decide to run trackers. Like, come on, you have a real day job, just go and do that. It is yeah. funny when you you actually initially made that point to me in the WhatsApp group like two or three months ago when we first started the podcast, Ben, and put it down in the notes and then kind of forgot about it. But now the more I think about it, I'm like, what is the actual point of trackers? Like, what are they about? I'm also like, cause the PGA and the European tour app are so good. You just, you literally go onto the app and you can see exactly what your players are doing. Yeah. So like, I just do that. I don't consult Twitter. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. Lads. Victor Hovland. I'm glad he's in my stable, Shani. You bastard. <laughs> oh God. I I think if I brought Victor Hovland into my stable, he'd never leave. How could you drop him? Yeah, I th I think now he can't leave mine because every week I just get to wind you up that he's in my stable. Mm. He he's surely winning the U.S. Open. He's up there anyway. Yeah, he'd be a solid uh, shout for in contention. Yeah, I actually have a shout out to to Connor Kearns, who when the playoff between Victor Hovland and Denny McCarthy started, or when it was confirmed, he texted me being like, "Who do you have, Victor or Denny?" 
And I said straight away, Denny looks nervous and his ball striking is a bit squirrely. Hovland's going to kill him in the playoff. And Conor Kearns disagreed with me and put all his nuggies on a bet on Denny McCarthy to win the playoff. So <laughs> listen, Conor, um, we've we've been here, Mystic Mac, predicting the DP World Tour. And I guess you could say I predicted the PGA Tour this week then. Um, but listen to us. We know our stuff on this podcast. Um, but yeah, Denny so, uh... McCarthy looked nervous, squirrely ball striking all over the place he got so lucky on 16 when it hit the tree and came back yeah that eight, 18 is a bit of a beast isn't it the, oh, yeah. three, I think, are a beast, the course in general seemed tough um shani since you're on the vein of predicting things who's going to win on the european tour this weekend what's the event uh <laughs> scandinavian mixed yeah yeah uh oh, it'll be I bet you it'll be a Swedish golfer with a Swedish a Swedish male golfer with a Swedish woman golfer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> big guy behind big guy behind on my background here. I, I meant to say that, Shani. I have a promotion promotion relegation to my stable for you. Oh, okay, who is it? Who's coming in? So um I love first... the way we jump around on this. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, where are we there's going? No, there's... People following us or what are we talking about? There's no fluidity to this podcast sometimes. Um I was trying to remember who the third I think the third person in my stable is Shane. Um and then I have Victor Hovland and John Murphy. And after that, I can't drop Victor Hovland um, and I won't be dropping John Murphy. So I'm going to have to drop Shane out for this week. Um, the person I'm going to <clears throat> bring in is this man behind me here. A Swede, Shani. Yes. Uh, Alexander Bjork. Okay. Have you heard of Alexander Bjork before? Um, Maybe. Uh, so Alexander Bjork is a golfer on the European Tour. It was someone who, who I had heard of before. But if you'd asked me yesterday, I would have said, oh, he's like world number 400 or something. Alexander Bjork is in, where is he in the world? He's top 100 or 150. Um, and the reason he's coming into my um, stable. into my stable, Jenny, is we always talk about how tough pro golf is. And we're talking about just the grind week in, week yes, out. Right? I love it. Listen to this fact. So this year on the DP World, Alexander Bjork has not missed a cut. Wow. Not one. He's printing so, money. Talk about how difficult it is to make a cut each week and just get something going. This fella's been doing it week in, week out. I think he came tied six there last week. He was up near, he was on the first page. Um, so just ridiculously consistent. And I thought that was unreal even, for pro golf even, to not miss a cut. That's like even the top dogs miss cuts. Like JT, his, Rory, all the big lads. Yeah, his last miss cut was in the, the BMW um the BMW last year that Shane won. That was his uh his last miss cut. Yeah, he can't do it at big events. I was so, that's his problem. I was just about to say well, I wonder what the record is for pro golfers, and I assume Tiger Woods holds it. Oh, it's a tiger, I'd say. Yeah. I think he has a ridiculous one. But still, Alexander Bjork is no Fair Tiger play. Woods. Okay. He's, he's coming into my stable for the week. So Bjork is in. Yeah. Yeah. Before we segue too far off, Victor, uh, can we yes, just have a, Victor, a, can Victor. we just have a comment on him going to caddy for his college yeah, team legend. roommate? Like that's legend. Like imagine when he's gent. Winning three point six million and being like, "Yeah, I'll better go walk around for thirty six holes." I presume he didn't get in, did he? I, d- I doubt it. I don't no. think so. But uh, listen, I said it last week. The only difference he said from having money and not having money was that he could get extra guac in his Chipotle burritos. So yeah, I'd say he like drives guy. like he drives like a real basic Volvo. car, a Volvo, <laughs> one of those Jeeps, safe C- out C forty. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing flash there. Yeah, chance. But imagine um, that the the beauty of those US Open qualifiers is that you is a draw, and like Johnny the amateur could be playing with a professional. But imagine you get drawn yeah. against this guy, oh former Oklahoma State. You're like, okay, he must be good. And then Victor rocks up holding his bag covered in sun cream. Like, yeah. Imagine being that guy's caddy. Imagine being the other caddy yeah. standing there being like, so uh, what do you do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh class, yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. recognize you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, look. Uh, um, in fairness. Denny McCarthy, I've slagged his ball striking, but what a putter. What yeah. a putter. That yeah. boy can putt. Um, would you put him in a, a Ryder Cup four ball format just because he can putt or force him? Don't know if well, he's making the Ryder Cup. Well, well I mean, like, that's know. not you. Team USA wasn't our job. That was that That's was for job. you two to decide. Me and yeah, Scott. We'll get onto it. We'll get onto it. Um, I'm just going down the leaderboard. So, Scotty Scheffler, Mr. Harmless, would have won by 18 shots if he had Denny McCarthy's putting uh, stats this week. He is he lost. That, is he that bad? Like, I feel like I haven't noticed Oh, him. Ben, it was horrendous. Apparently, really? he had... Apparently, ball striking-wise, was, was T to green, 
Um, did he have seven he, shots on the field or something? It was the best he, so he far. This 20, year. He gained 20 yeah. shots on the field. Yeah. Sweet. So it was the best so far this year. Um, just TD Green. It's So literally, like up until the green, he was winning like, that tournament by 20 shots. To be losing that much, he must be three putting, missing four footers. Was it there, like, Yeah. I didn't okay. see much of it, but apparently there was a lot of that. Like, like it is an issue. Like, okay. it, is, it has become an issue. Somebody suggesting should he switch putters, go to a mallet or whatever. But I'd, like, I'd like to see left hand low. Just switch left handed. I think there will be a right handed golfer who will put left handed in the future. Oh no! I want him to like put cack handed, like say. Oh, Patrick. okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, maybe left handed putting. <laughs> Apparently, it's well, yeah, it's, it's kind of the same thing. That sounds like something the world number one should do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he literally could not have been worse. So, yeah. um, anyway, uh, oh, Jordan Spieth was a T five. Didn't notice that. Um, Rory fell off. I kind of just do you know these um congratulations with. Jack Nicholas, they were getting on the 18th yeah. green. Oh, that was getting that was getting so tiring. It was like I'd say he doesn't know where he is half the time. No, <laughs> no, no. Like What's he, he was telling Rory he needs to go for a chat. Like yeah. that was sit down, that was so for the cameras. <laughs> I didn't. That was off. That was mean. Want to go to the like fire that. fire pit for a chat? Yeah. <laughs> Rory needs to. My take on Rory is he needs to get rid of the driver. He's putting himself too close. He needs <laughs> no to go longer way. irons in. <laughs> And it's embarrassing to watch. His what? driver is what his a take. Yeah, he's like he's like an ex girlfriend when you see him creeping up the leaderboard, like when they your ex writes back to you and says, "Hey, how are you keeping?" It's there's there's nothing serious going on there. They have bad intentions, and Rory is not going to win. He he's doing my head in. He's I don't know, like in. just like do you know the way Billy Ho was like, I'm so low on confidence but at the same time I'm so close I think Rory is 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 paper he's paper close well I just think with Rory that like he'll probably go now and just practice his wedges for ages and next week he'll be the best wedge player in the yeah, field but, the he, but he, he will spray the ball off the tee or he'll do yeah. something or his putting will be off and you're just like oh just put all of it he just lost the, he's lost the killer instinct I think I don't care I'm there for Rory in the US Open Ben I know you're going to be there too I don't oh, I'm care. there yeah I'm there all aboard the train. I'm ready to yeah. get hurt again. I'm ready. I'll do it every week. Every week. Um. So, yeah. Um. Any other Hideki Matsuyama kind of fell off the the train, and then and then flew Spirit Airlines. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. picture of him flying Spirit Airlines. He looks so he looks so disheveled. He looked like he would just been dragged through the airport. Yeah, actually, it's very hard to recognize. On... He splashed Sorry. out on priority boarding anyway. Like, <laughs> dead, dead right too. <laughs> it's very hard to re- recognize professional golfers without the hat on, I feel. Yeah. And with his beard as well. I feel like I need to drop Sunjay in from my stable. He's just not doing it for me at the moment. Um, no. Who would you promote, Shani? I think I'm going to go completely left field here and I'm going to have the strangest stable ever now. But I'm going to bring Adam Schenk in. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'm going to have not... Adam Schenk Sahith Thigala and Adrian Moronk are now in my stable. Someone needs to bring in Siwoo. He's on. He's coming in. He's form. on one. Mm. Yeah. Just I've, had, I've had a good few each way bets this year on Bradley, who's had a decent all season. Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he had a good PGA as well, did he? Or he, or he started the Masters as well. He was yeah. top 10 in the Masters. Would you oh, like okay. to know who I'm buying stock in? And I'm going to be. I'm going to be in his ear at the US Open is Sergeant Gordon. He looks like he needs a new agent. I'm your guy, Sergeant. He, Sergeant Gordon. Did he qualify for the US Open? He qualified. I think he had two eagles. Was oh, eight, wow. eight under through 12 at one stage. Um, He he looks like an absolute baller. Okay. Are you going to it, Ben? I will, yeah. I'm going to be over there Sunday to Thursday. No way. Know. You're going to the US Open? Yeah. Class. Shani, we've surely talked about this at least three times on the podcast. Yeah. I know, but I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't. I know we've talked about it, but I, I thought it was still up in the air. I didn't know oh, you no, were yeah. actually going to do this. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so I, we go to the Stag in Galway, and then Sunday morning I have to be in Shannon Airport at 8 a.m., so that'll be fun. Class. And, and then, ben, actually, you might bump into uh, Ella's hopefully going to it as well. She just got a job working with Emirates oh, in cool. Dubai on their like sports event, uh, sports sponsorship team. Class. So, cool. yeah, she might actually be over there. Savage. And ben, Ben, what's the full name of the golfer that you're you manage who's playing? <laughs> we actually got a couple of voicemails after last week's episode. Uh, Dion Germachez, you kind of it's, it's Afrikaans. You drop the G. Germachez, 
Chumashais, yeah. So he's actually he's just arrived out there um, with his fiance and caddy, and uh, yeah, I'll be out there and on Sunday. So looking forward to it. Okay. A couple of couple of practice rounds. Does he like you? Uh, we're getting there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> always helps. <laughs> Weird uh, okay, um, I was just okay, interested lads. in the relationship. <laughs> okay, lads. Um, Ireland's best ninth hole. Yeah, little little I'm research go- has gone into this. I, I'm going to let you know something because I played Lynch last week. Shout out Rob Hanley for bringing me down. Um, you miss all the good holes in Lynch. They're three days. You, we we did say that. We, we did say that. Yeah, we I did. Think you, oh, did you say eight? Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. We, we, yeah. Did, we did. We did say that I thought it was three to nine because I thought the part three was the ninth, which is a great part three. Um, but yeah, I did acknowledge that all the ones I remember. Isn't though, isn't Nick, the, isn't there a castle hole? Is that 12 on the back now? 12 is class. And That's it's very similar to like the, the old head 12 where like you're following the coast up, but it's just far less dramatic. Like it's beach on your left and you play towards the castle. I think it's where John Ram had that unbelievable eagle um, in the Irish Open that year. But um, that is a good hole. Like the rest, like the rest of the holes aren't bad, but they're just like where three to eight or like nine slash yeah. ten out of ten. The others are like you know okay. sevens. Yeah. You see, Nick, we're we're just missing a Lahinch correspondent. So maybe we should make Rob Hanley and Connor Kearns have a playoff match to be the Lahinch correspondent in Lahinch. I think that's a great show. That'd be good. Um. Okay, lads. Best ninth hole in Ireland. Start shouting. Any actually, Ben first. What came in from Instagram in the comments? Uh, there was a resounding um the same hole over and over again. It is, and I think is the only right answer. Um, is Royal County Down the ninth there? Right. Have you you have you played it? I haven't. Describe it to me. Um, Scott, do you want us to describe it first? It's been a while since I played it. I was just about to say, do you remember it? I'm trying to remember. It, it's the one, so obviously you come back over, you, you kind of look it's... out and you can see the hills in the background behind the clubhouse and you can see the top of the clubhouse, but it's a blind drive, correct? It's a blind drive and you drive yeah. up over a massive uh, drop, drops down onto a fairway um, and then you stand up on the hill. It's the, it's the same picture that everyone takes looking back at the clubhouse, looking oh, back okay. at the, the mountains. It is, okay. It's a pretty amazing hole. Yeah. So you don't yeah. think we'll get much like... Um... Black for picking it and and forgetting anything else. Oh, Nick, yeah, lovely. Oh, wow, we've got a flyover here, start there. folks. So, our yeah, minister yeah, so... for tourism has put a flyover up on our screens here of the ninth hole in Royal. <laughs> so yeah, so you... you're blind. You're blind, and you're trying oh, to wow. aim the kind of the line is the middle as the oh, two fairways split there. That looks beautiful. Um, but you can't see the drop off, so you're yeah. now trying to put it down to land it just on the other side. Does of the, the driver come into play with the drop? Do you have to? Oh, a bank driver. Can you yeah. go for? Yeah, you can bang driver. I think I hit like a rescue or something, or like something like that as a down there, and it was grand because it was so baked when we played it. But um... that's the clubhouse on the right, is it? Obviously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. quite like the I'm gonna say the sixth or the fifth. I think maybe the sixth in Port Marnock. Do you know up and over that kind of hill blind drive and it's kind of down to yeah. the area below? Do you know what I'm talking about, Scott? Yeah, That's I do. Fast. I know what you mean. Now, I will say that this one, that drop on the video there, it is a really is a massive drop. Like it mm. really drops down. Um, you're okay. like almost edge of a beautiful, down, kind of beautiful. Thank you very much, Minister. Um, um a couple, a couple of more. more. Someone replied to us, and his name is Mister Duck Hook. Ooh, he suggested Sounds Connemara, like a scam. Connemara Isles. Um, we well, actually yeah. didn't play that. We played Connemara Links, and then there's another nine hole course called Connemara Isles, and we were too oh, shagged God. from too much golf to play it. But we'd definitely like to get up there. Um, Andrew Cosgrave says, "Any that bring you back to the clubhouse, I'll agree." I need the oh yeah nice yeah, yeah excellent. Um, Mr. DC says Bantry Bay. I can't remember the ninth, but I do know there's some lovely holes down there, looking out over the over the sea. And then Samuel Walt uh, Sutton Golf Club, which again I would agree, it's that one that's one of the two holes that's out on the peninsula. Oh um, okay, yeah, so, they're whopper holes. Some really good shouts there, but I think I don't think we can argue with Royal County down. We're going Royal County down, perfect. Okay, no arguments there. Um. Also, the the ninth in Adair Manor is also very good. Isn't that the one just back up towards the castle? Yeah, great back hole. To the castle. We had a we had a suggestion from uh, Mark on Twitter. He runs the Plug Lie. Whether we could do a eighteen hole of just Parkland because we're very links heavy. I so think that's needed. We might yeah. try. We might try get him on and do a quick run through one day in the next episode. Just that'd be brilliant. Yeah. yeah. 
because we don't know anything like about that. Parkland apart from Bandon and Kinsale. I've I've <laughs> played too much Lynx golf this weekend that I'm sick of Lynx at the moment, and I I need a Parkland. I need to see my ball stop on a green. Yeah. Um. Okay. So are we gonna do a bit of a Ryder Cup, a quick Ryder Cup watch before we go into a game at the end, Ben? Yeah. There's. I just want to touch on um the the US Open qualifiers that went on yesterday. You yes. sent in a good list of live golfers who have qualified or who played in the qualifying. Yeah, David um, Puig. So David Puig is there. Um, Carlos Ortiz, Sebastian Munoz, they all qualified through this qualifying system. A couple of players played um, who didn't get through. Andy Ogletree was doing well at one stage. Scam Tringale, Graham McDowell, Jason Cockrock, all players didn't get through. And there's a list of players who just didn't attempt to qualify, which I'm kind yeah, of surprised. Yeah, that was very interesting. Like, very interesting. Like Taylor Gooch, okay, he's obviously butthurt that they changed the rules and he didn't get in. Like Paul Casey, Lee Westwood, why wouldn't you bother? Like Poulter. Poulter. Like it's actually good to see players like Graham McDowell. He has a bit Sergio, of Sergio. Yeah. yeah. Like fairness, these yeah. Mark Leishman, these guys are clearly good enough to play there. They're they... showing their true colours there. They're showing yeah. that they're sour about everything still. They're not arsed working hard for they yeah. think they've got a divine right to play. And like I can understand people like say Bernd Fiesberger, he's probably not in America or I don't know, someone else, but like Bubba Watson is in America. There's so many sites you can go and do the final qualification. Um I just think yeah, yeah it kind of shows you. Ludwig. Ludwig oh, Did he qualify? I don't think he did. He qualified, I think, yeah. Mm. I think he did. That needs to be fact checked. I have a feeling he might be an alternate. Oh, I think I'll go for it. I think I think he did. I think I saw on Twitter that he did. Um, was for, that, for anyone was listening that... who doesn't know who Ludwig is, is Ludwig Adberg, who was basically oh. the the top amateur men's golfer in the world over the last couple of years, and he has just turned pro. Yeah. Um, and to the delight of the podcast and everyone in Team Blue, he is also European. He's Swedish, so yeah. um, he so is. Yeah, that's to, who Ludwig is. He's about to carry the European Ryder Cup team for the next fifteen years. Yeah. yeah Tron and No Laying Up wants him in the Ryder Cup team. Well, he was he was part of the discussions myself and Ben had last night about picking mm, our, our right. Yeah, he could team. be in there. He um, could be. Me, me and Shani were up all night discussing ours. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that live watch technically, Ben? Uh, yeah, I don't think is there. A, I don't think there's a is there a live event going on. It's this just week? that um, Scott asked me for a jingle for live golf last mm, week, yeah. so I can I can give it to you now, or will I wait until the live the wait next till live the, episode? Wait till the next live episode. I'd say. Okay, well I have a jingle ready for that. Just good a little teaser. Awesome. Okay. Um, so let's get into a Ryder Cup um, this year in Marco Simone um, in Rome. So do you want to go Team Europe first or Team USA first? You guys hit us with just your... add. Can I add an observation as Minister for Tourism? <laughs> I've been to Rome before. Have you? Know I've been to Rome. <laughs> what, you've been to Rome? Rome? Have you been to Marco Simone? I've been there now. Um, but like, you know, when you're flying into a place and you're just looking out the window trying to see all the golf courses you can see yeah like flying yeah, yeah. to dublin there is an array left right you can yeah. be sitting in the in the aisle and you'd probably still see a golf course <laughs> and when you fly into rome it just doesn't strike me as a place that has golf no. like the italians don't either strike me as people who love golf yes there's been a few over the years like the Molinari's bike i can't think of another um but well, like, yeah, it just doesn't strike me as a stronghold for golf. No, I'm gonna no. assume Marco Simone is like two hours from Rome City Center. Just no, it's actually it not. It's it's pretty close. Um, um, rumor has it that the opening ceremony will be in the Colosseum, which would be pretty cool. I did pretty gangster. That. One of yeah, these. it's actually only 38 yeah. minutes from the city center. <laughs> Jordan's okay. beef. That would be cool. To be fair, yeah. there's a little actually just down the road from Marco Simone. If if the Ryder Cup was a fight to the death, who wins? Europe. John Ram. Oh. John Ram. Oh. oh, John Ram would be in there. Yeah. John Ram. Do you know, I'd say who's an absolute knacker in a fight would be Tyrrell Hatton as well. I'd say he's just got a bit of... Yeah. No, but, but he's you know, Ricky Hatton's brother. <laughs> I could see... Shane just goes back to like old, awfully hurling for football days. No, but Shane just gets in. You're not I picking the team... They did... Go on. Sorry. You're not picking the teams based on their golf ability. You're getting like Marcus Armitage in there. You're yeah. getting Robert Carlson in there. You're yeah. getting these big, tall lads who are strong, you know? Moran, I could Moran see, just hitting down, yeah. I could see Gladiator 2. If they did a Gladiator 2, that 
John Ram kind of like oh, finishes, sorry. finishes his golf career and then surely we do we do Crow. that as a segment before the Ryder Cup uh, Gladiator Ryder Cup and you have to pick twelve people <laughs> and it has to be a fight to the death and we'll call them out one to one of who's fighting who. It's for it's just like it's for the like it'd be on the Thursday night. It's for like one point before you start the match. You know yeah. what I mean? So you yeah. pick like a separate team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That's enough of that. Um, okay. So the American team, Nick, we have not talked to each other about this at all (laughs) (laughs) yes we're picking a team um like nick i'm looking at the the kind of u.s rankings at the moment i don't know if you have it up as well surely there's a good couple of locks there right i like i mean there's at least the first eight are locks um so your first eight are well actually sorry we've got brooks kepka in a second so that's kind of another argument altogether but if you were to take brooks You'd have Scotty, Brooks, Max Homa, Xander, Spieth, Cantley, Cameron Young, and Sam Burns. Sam Burns, mm-hmm. I think, is... You've I, left I know, out Justin Thomas there, but, yeah. but... JT's been playing crap this year. Mm, yeah, that's did, fair. Did you say Homa? Homa's yeah. in there. Yeah. But, yeah. see, Sam Burns is, say... he. So they basically have their first six, and then, and then they have six captain picks. Um, Sam Burns you, is currently got... eight. See, there's so many good U.S. golfers from like ten to thirty in the world right now, exactly. and like even like Tagala is like twenty-seven has an unbelievable season. He probably won't make it, but like you mm. can definitely include him. Keegan Bradley couldn't be a wild card, absolutely. Yeah. And he played. He's definitely played a couple before, has he? Uh, yeah. Keegan, yeah. yeah, he has. Yeah, like we're uh, we're you... basically picking. Like I just are think you gonna Sam go Burns... to Ryder Cup. Are you gonna go to Ryder Cup without JT and Jordan together? Well, just See, listen that's the to me here. Just listen to me because Sam Burns is definitely going because he's best mates with Mr. Harmless. So he's going to play with Mr. Harmless. Scotty. So yeah. then that's your first eight. Then Colin Marikawa is nine. I don't know. Rumors of back spasms. That's never good for a golfer. No. Trust me on that. Um, so you're kind of picking, you've kind of got four, three to four spots left. And JT is going to be potentially yeah. in eight. If he doesn't come into form, he potentially could miss it. Um, no, no, JT gets in because of yeah his bond with like exactly and stuff like you'd that. Think, you would think. So um, you're saying then there's three spots left. Yeah, uh, you've got Tagawa in injured, Zalatoris injured. Um, so will who knows what any, happens there? I, will they be Tony? back? For, no. Have you mentioned Tony yet? Big yeah, Tony. Tony, Tony is here. There's okay. just so many for the last three spots. You've got. You could make an so, argument for. You're saying no, no. You could definitely say Tagala, Tony. Ricky Harris Harris English played the last one. What a dweeb! Like, <laughs> <laughs> how is I he not? Say... How is he not at Live Golf? Harris English. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Give us, your, give us your. Give us your twelve. Give your twelve. Locked Nick, in. Nick, you pick your, your last three there, and I'll pick my last three, and we'll see where. Okay. We so, have. so our last remaining three are Ricky Fowler for me, um, Tagala, and Keegan Bradley. So you're leaving JT out? Oh, shit. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, Bradley's out. Bradley's out. Bradley's out. Yeah, okay. What, so is, is Spieth in there? Yeah, run yeah, through the Spieth's team in there. there. Okay, so the, the, the first nine is what we're... So we're going Scheffler, Kepka, Homa, Schofley, Spieth, Cantley, Cam Young, Sam Burns, Marikawa, JT, and then your two, Nick? I said Bird. Fowler and Tagala. And yeah. so, hold on. Yeah. That's Fowler it. and Tagala. I would maybe go Tony and Oh, I left out Tony. Yeah, you've got Tony and then you've got Fowler, Tagala, Adam Shank, uh Denny. You've got Bryson. I'm just wondering, is there anyone way down the list that, like Patrick Reed, 36? No, no, no way. Uh Dustin Johnson? DJ. You know? you wow, yeah. we let, uh, wow, I don't back my picks at all. Denny? <laughs> No, I don't know, but I just think Denny's ball striking is just too squarely. Wyndham Clark. Yeah, Wyndham is Wyndham is currently high up there. Wyndham is ten. Data uh, golf. Data golf has him in their top twelve. Well, sorry, Keith, Keith Mitchell. Sorry. God, I love if Keith Z- Mitchell. If Zalatoris is, if Zalatoris is fit, I know he's injured at the moment as well. If Zalatoris is fit, it becomes very easy. You literally have your kind of top nine there, and you have JT ten, Zala eleven. And 
then, then you're only kind of picking a 12th spot. Then Tony, Ricky, DJ, all those for a 12th spot. Tony's making that Ryder Cup team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Probably. Well, you can forget my picks. You can forget them. Yeah. It's I, a tough I, one. It's easier to pick the European team. Yeah. I, I, I don't only, know. There was a couple ones Ben and I went back and forth on for a while. Let's hear it. Um, well, I only ever go on to data golf when we're doing this, like as as we're on the podcast. So, but like, who the hell is Joseph Bramlett? He yeah, is Kurt Joe Bramlett. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, is... I unlike the people on this podcast, I watch a lot of golf. <laughs> I have never heard that name before. He's ahead of Adam Schenk and Keith Mitchell. Where? In the data golf projections. Oh, Joseph Bramlett. That's... I don't see him anywhere on the actual list, though. No, this is data golf. There, data golf. Yeah. Also, sorry on the on the European tour on the European side, Scott. Who's mm. Vincent Norman, Swede? That what? I've never. Oh no, I don't know him. No. They reckon a twelve percent chance. I, thought, he's got. I was thinking of Forsman or no, no, I don't know him now. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Okay, so, Scott. so we we had um we had a couple of locks as same as Team USA that we both agreed on. Um, Rory, Ram, Mandy Fitz, uh, Big Dick Vic, uh, Tyrrell Hatton, and Shane. Those were our locks. Um, and then we've gone for we've gone for so we thought that there would be the Speeth Thomas team. So we've gone for a team to combat that, and we've gone for both the Hogard brothers. So you're taking Rasmus and Nikolai. So yeah, we've gone hard in on them. They've Love done that. Yeah. Oh no, wait. just they're about to come into form. Yeah. Every every time I think one is better than the other, the other one performs mm. for a few weeks. So I, I think they'd just be a dangerous like stone cold oh. pairing where like even if like they had just won it for Europe, they'd both just fist bump and just still be deadpans. So I'm going yeah, we're going them. Um we've gone for Moronk in as well. So Adrian Moronk in Lock. at nine. Lock. Number ten, we were a toss up between uh Fleetwood and Rose. We both decided to go with Fleetwood. And then Ben and I both got one pick each. Um because then we disagreed. There was a lot of names thrown up. Uh, Aaron Rye was suggested. Um, obviously there was Rose because we let him go. Um, so Ben, we talked about Ludwig. Um, I wanted Rose Zhang, which was a no. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Ben has gone for Tom McKibben as his. What about Seamus Power? And we discussed that, and we've. I brought him up, and Ben told He's me to go away. So... He's just fallen off a cliff recently. His form, off, unfortunately, yeah. I'd love him to be a there. So, yeah, the last picks were Ben went Tom McKibben and I went Pablo Larathabal because in his last, his last three events, he's won twice. I just want a form golfer to go out, put him with Ram. The Spanish are just taking over uh, the European tour. I, he's I, world I will... number 50. Pablo where's Larathabal Vic, is world Victor number 50. Where's Victor Perez? Uh, he must have got the boot. He got the boot. I... Victor Perez and Justin Rose is going on that is playing in that Ryder Cup. Well, we went. Well, we went for the fun of it. We went. We know Rose is going to be picked, but we went yeah. for the fun of it. Okay. You have to pick Rose or Fleetwood, and we both liked Tommy Moore, so Rose got the boot. And we neither of us really liked Justin Rose, so I think yeah. Victor I, Perez is going to make it. I'm willing to give, I, up, but... to give up Tom McKibben if it means getting rid of Pablo Larrabal. Uh <laughs> I just really want world number fifty. Sorry, he, he could get in in his own right, you know. Who is Stefan Jaeger? Oh, is he German? Yeah, he's. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't know how Data Golf get their probabilities from, but he, they reckon he's got a fifty-five percent chance of making the team. Oh, I don't Excellent. know where you're looking, Ben. None of these people are showing up on my list at all. Uh, are you looking at Data Golf? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I'm not. But like, <laughs> surely, what... surely, <laughs> surely, if he's predicted high in Data there, Golf, yeah. he should be high enough up on the actual points list as well, or he should uh, at least appear on it. Look, how Data Golf works is mind-boggling to me, but. There are um, some. There are some random players here. Do you, do you have any outside horses there? Outside mentions, Marcel Seam. He was. <laughs> I brought. I brought him up, and Ben was like, "He's not going to make it." And I was like, "Yeah, it could just be fun for the whole." Yeah. He gets pumped. Um, and we did. We did mention. Well, I brought up Alexander Bjork because I just he was in the stable. I just wanted to bring him. I don't think he's going to make it, but um, Mister Consistent. We did also say there could be one hell of a power pairing of Adrian Moronk and Matthias Gradecki, um, which would be whopper. The two yeah. holes. So imagine we did like the two Danes with the the Hoygar brothers, and then uh, Maronk yeah. and Kredeki. And we lose nineteen and a half to eight, yeah. eight and a half. I think I think there's a lot of picking with our hearts there, Scott. Um, I don't know if I'm confident in sending them out against the US team. <laughs> I'm just very confident of it all coming down to the final singles match of Scotty Scheffler versus Pablo Larathabal <laughs> and Larathabal romping home and beating him six and five. Sorry, is I'm... is 
is Scotty's Scotty's putting a bit of an issue with like imagine you put him out there and he keeps he keeps missing all of Patrick and foursomes he would yeah. be. I'm just confident that Tom Kim won't make the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Um, <laughs> I I actually this is actually not no word of a lie. I was listening to the Noling Up guys do their Ryder Cup predictions. I listened to a lot of Noling Up, and <laughs> I was like I was waiting for them to mention Tom Kim, and it took me another ten minutes to realize. Oh yes, Tom Kim is not American. Shani, <laughs> my God, man! I know. Anyway, we okay, get so quiz in. we've got a quick quiz. Um, name TBC. Uh, so we're gonna play a game of. I'm gonna give you a golfer, and you gotta tell me whether he played in the Ryder Cup or he didn't. Um, these are kind of one-hit wonders yeah. through the through the years, and if you can give me the year they played, you get a bonus point. Um. Good. So you just got to say your name to be to buzz in and tell me whether they did or didn't. Um. Okay. Starting off, we got Oliver Wilson. Beep. He was the exact one that I thought you were going to pick. <laughs> he did play in one, and he played in one in Patrick. Was it, was it... Scott didn't say Scott? <laughs> oh, Patrick, and he didn't. Then what year did he play? He did, Channing, and it was in oh, it was an oh eight or oh six, oh six. I actually forgot to write down the years, but I think he may have oh. been in Medina. Yeah. I have I've a vague okay. recollection, yeah. recollection yeah. in that lovely blue top they wore on the last day. I knew he did. I knew he did. He was the one I was thinking of. Um, I okay. think he was in the Medina, but Nick Doherty. Be- uh, Patrick, no way. <laughs> Be- Patrick, you sounded like Kate. Not a hole. He, uh, he didn't, but he did play in the final round of a major. Oh. Like in Congrats. the final, final pairing. Um, Thomas LeVay. Beep. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, not he did. I'll give you. I'll give you that, Nick. Yeah, I was saying the same. Yeah, I don't and know how he I'd... played in two thousand four. Yeah, definitely not Paris. Oh, two thousand four. When they absolutely hammered them. When Bernard I... Langer was the captain. I don't know how good this game is, but uh, Soren Kelson. Be... Nick. Everyone, Nick. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. No, he didn't. I was gonna say no. Yeah. Ross Fisher. Yes. Patrick. Beep, Scott. <laughs> he didn't say his name. Celtic Manor, Ross Fisher. He yeah, played he with Padraig yeah. Harrington. He actually carried Padraig Harrington around. Okay, and finally, Jamie Donaldson. Yes, Beep, Scott. He did. Because he had that great video where he... Was it Celtic Manor? Where after yeah, he put it to about Celtic two feet, just goes to that, just gives it the Alan Shearer, just the finger up. Yeah. yeah. Um, That is the end of Ryder Cup or didn't. End, end. <laughs> end segment. End of this monster. Pod. Also, um, I want to say as well when we were picking the Ryder Cup teams, if anyone out there, listeners, has anyone they think is a lock or anyone should be in the Ryder Cup team, please let us know. Add to the comments. We still don't know where the comments are, but yeah, let us know. Bob, Bob Mack, I'm pulling for you to come into a bit of form. A um, little bit of housekeeping. Um, as always, you can get 15% off on Quack if you use the discount code COVERDIT. We've got some new polos um, coming soon. Our joggers have just been restocked. They are going like hotcakes, um, and we got a couple, a couple, a couple of quarter zips coming too. Um, who knows if our seed discount is working? But get yourself some seed golf balls. My dad. Is I actually, seed. I actually don't think it is. Rob Handy bought us seed balls and said that it may not. So we might need to pick up on that. <laughs> They've given up on us, but my dad is still buying them. He was like, Ben, I'm getting some balls for our trip to Scotland. He asked me, did I want white or yellow? I said yellow. So me and Guy will be rocking the yellow balls in St Andrews. Very good. That's about it. We're gonna have a. I'm sure, I'll keep going. We're gonna mm-hmm. have. I'll. I'll be getting a bit of merch from LACC. So uh, look out for a competition, and we might be doing a live pod from from LA. So that's it. That's for me. Time for thank work. you, thank you, Nicholas Burns for our what's our new you, minister minister for tourism for joining the podcast. First cap, uh, first cap yeah, big Justine uh, Reed fan, uh, long time listener, and it's great to have you as a caller, Nick. You should yeah. you should come on every week. Lads, what a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me on. We're gonna we're gonna have you on for the Ryder Cup deathmatch segment. So you can <laughs> Yeah. I think I'll I'll do better at that. All right, boys. That's it for this week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.